0: welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec head of commodities callum mcpherson good morning callum good morning man yesterday there was news of a ukrainian attack on a russian fuel plant in the baltic this does not seem to have moved prices though
1: Well, it's relatively small in the scheme of things, um, but certainly does highlight some of the potential risks to Russian output um, in in that part of the world. More significant, though, is the disruption to some US output uh, as a consequence of very cold weather. There's some significant outages, uh, particularly in the Bakken formation in North Dakota, um, but also the Permian has been affected as well. And the story is that as much as 10 million barrels of production were last, lost last week, and that's uh, about 1.4 million barrels per day, so you know, around one and a half percent of uh, world output. So, so these are significant numbers. Uh, but nevertheless, as you say, the oil price is not doing much. Uh, Brent staying under 80, around 78 dollars per barrel, and uh, U- U.S. Uh, futures haven't really moved either. They're trading to around 73 dollars per barrel.
0: The International Energy Agency published its monthly report last month. What did it have to say?
1: This was the report which covered the month of December, and so it completes the picture for 2023. So if we start uh, by looking at that, they've left the demand estimate unchanged at uh, 101.7 million barrels per day. They revised slightly higher non-OPEC uh, supply figure. And it sees the average of OPEC outputs over last year to be 27.5 million barrels per day. And they estimate that, that left the market oversupplied by about 300,000 barrels per day. A rather more oversupply was experienced in the fourth quarter of the year, as much as a half million barrels per day. And that's consistent with the relative weakness of oil that we saw over that period. Uh, moving on to 2024, they've slightly increased their estimate for demand over the course of the year, but significantly increased the, their estimate of uh, non-OPEC supply. And that's gone up from 69 to nearly 17.5 million barrels per day. So a very significant increase. And of course, that leads to a sharp cut in the amounts that the IEA expects OPEC to need to produce. Um, that's gone from... million barrels per day down to 27 million barrels per day. And that weakness in the call on OPEC is particularly acute over the first half of this year, where they're seeing only 26.7 million barrels per day as being needed to balance the market. Now, that compares with um, the IEA's estimate of uh, OPEC production in December of 27 million barrels per day. So this suggests that OPEC members are going to need to put through their additional voluntary cuts uh, if they want to support the market over the start of this year, and that Saudi Arabia is going to need to to keep its uh, cut in place or other members will need to replace it or whatever throughout the course of of this year. So relatively little room for manoeuvre for OPEC if they want to keep the market tight uh, this year and, and, and to keep prices up.
0: And how are gas and electricity markets faring in Europe?
1: Well, the market has been looking beyond the recent cold snap uh, even though that has brought gas inventory down significantly, it's gone from about 85% full at the start of this month to 75% full. But still, it's not far below where we were at this time last year. And of course, uh, we're now pretty much through the month of January after this cold snap, moving back to rather wet and windy weather. And that's meaning strong renewable generation. Uh, so if we look at um, the March gas and electricity futures, which give us an indication of where the market thinks uh, we're going to be at the end of this, this winter, they're now at less than half where they were trading back in October last year, when the market was still worrying about what sort of winter we might have. And they're actually now at prices which are back to sort of normal levels, the kind of levels that we saw before the energy crisis started in the first place. So they're pointing to a pretty soft uh, energy market going into the summer.
0: Thank you, Kala Mulcher, again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at InvestTech.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.